Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 26 of It Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Every week we bring you all of our takes on the news you need to know about. Something, 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 I forget what Jack says, but no take is too hot. Uh, I think there's another bit to that too. Um, I'm Thomas Marshall, clearly not Jack Cruz, uh, who is still away on holiday. And joining us this week, player2.net.au's Paul James. Hey, Paul. Hi, thanks for having me. And let's make sure we turn this show into a smoking turd before he gets back. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've uh, we've actually got two weeks to try our best at that, um, or I do anyway. So you've uh, you've got me this week and next um, mystery guest next week, uh, which actually means Jeez, unorganized rele- guest. I'm, for I'm next relegated week. already, am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. A if you're free next week, and and B if this goes well. Um, Paul, hey Paul, you uh, you as far as I'm aware haven't been on this this show yet. No, I haven't been on any eight-bit shows actually, as of yet. Um, well, welcome to the uh, to the extended family, which I'm also just a member of the extended family, not a that's right, uh, not we're, a real we're show weasel- owner. We're weaseling our way in. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. But uh, but what I need to ask, um, in in true Jack fashion, um, with any new guest, uh, who is your daddy? And what does he do? <laughs> so, I thankfully was aware of this coming up. But, uh, so personally, first, before I jump to my dad, I'm a teacher. And my students somewhat regularly just kind of want to know what, uh, they just want to know a bit about me and what do they do. So I've been asked what does dad do and all that sort of thing. Mm. Um, and because he's on a fairly, I won't disclose the number, but a fairly decent pay packet, um, I tend to tell my students that he's a hitman. <laughs> just to... Um, just to be able to quickly justify the the amount of money that's coming in, um, good. I still don't I still don't know the number, but and you, know, you the the listener won't be seeing this, but the fingers just keeps pointing up every single time I throw a number at him. So I'm still yet to identify what that thing is. But uh, his business they're called Axo Nobel. They essentially produce paints for the big heavy duty sort of things. Your your MCGs, your opera houses, those sort of things are going to be super weather durable. So when they make business deals, it's in multi-millions of dollars sort of business deals. And yeah, he's one of the high rollers. He's one of the high rollers on the corporate side. So he oversees the whole Asia and Pacific region. That is impressive. And perhaps linking into, uh, I mean, it's a news and a current affairs thing. There was a business deal he told me about maybe 18 months ago. Where he was, he comes home from overseas. He's he spends most of his time overseas these days. But um, he comes home from doing a business deal with China, where he had to provide a particular sort of paint. I don't know. It's white. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but it had to be. It was for a bomb testing facility. Okay. So, so it had to be able to, I guess, deal with fragments of things hitting it or something like that. I I yeah. don't know. Like it was there was nothing kind of sus to what they needed this paint for, but it was just that it was for the insides of a bomb testing facility that made me cringe a little bit. (laughs) I I wouldn't have thought that they'd do that inside. Like, I thought there was always like a field where you go and test bombs as opposed to like a bunker. I mean, I I assume they're not nukes or anything like that because, yeah, that probably wouldn't go so well, but... 
Well, um, was it was it lead lined paint? Um, I, I, and... I'd have to imagine so. <laughs> he didn't go into too many details. He probably wasn't allowed to. Yeah, I, yeah, I he, probably he shouldn't probably even be saying this. I probably just incriminated him somehow. But <laughs> some light treason. <laughs> uh, it was all international, and he just he just provided. He took the money and disappeared. Yeah, and does a well, it sounds almost hitman like actually. Does that like get your kids into line when you say that your dad's a hitman? Or uh, not really. It just kind of gets laughed off. The, oh. You get the occasional one that's like if they they ask the question early enough in each year. And they're still hanging on every word that I'm saying, and they recognise that it's not yet bullshit that I'm saying. Then, um, <laughs> uh, then you get a few that kind of the the eyes widen and hopes and dreams are dashed because they figure that if they misbehave, then I'm just going to send my dad onto them. I feel um, like you're in a in a really good position to uh, like start a, a school ground rumor kind of thing that that hopefully carries on through the through the years that there was this one kid who really got on your bad side and, and he, he disappeared, disappeared and nobody heard from him again <laughs> um, and and everybody knows your dad's a hitman. I think that I don't know whether you're consciously trying to do that, but I feel like you you definitely could. It's sort of within I'm scope. Not, not consciously going for it, but maybe I need to going forward. Maybe so, and then and, and tell us about uh, player2.net.au as well, where we uh, where we can regularly find you. What's that uh, all about? So player2.net traditional games media in many respects. So mostly focuses on the written word, uh, reviews, previews, news, ops, all that sort of thing. Hmm. Uh, but we are spending uh, since I kind of joined maybe two and a half, maybe three years ago. Now we've been gradually boosting our video presence. Um, we've got our monthly player two podcast. Then we've got a lot of shows that I host on the YouTube channel, which are patched the video games club, uh, a little project I kind of do just me and the camera, the insider, which is just, I guess, similar sort of idea to what this show is talking about a particular newsworthy topic from the week. And I've got one other little project that's in the works that I've teased on Twitter. I've announced on Twitter. I won't, I'm, I'm not just going to scream and shout out to the hills. So if you want to know what that is, you'll have to follow me on Twitter. We'll talk about that later, I guess. But mm. uh, I've got one other project that's on the way that's basically taken the last nine months for me to get together. Wow. Now, to be fair, eight of those nine months, I sat on my ass and did nothing. Yeah. But <laughs> there were pro- the procrastinating months there, there, as there with was any a, project. There was a solid month of work that's gone into it and it's more or less ready to go. I'm just sending it to a few people to get some last minute opinions, see if there's any little tweaks that they reckon I should make and otherwise it's ready to go. Awesome. I, uh, I look the next one won't to... take nine months. No. No, and we look forward to hearing and, and seeing more about that once, uh, once feedback is gathered and actioned. More or less. I'm hoping to get into the next, the next one. Hmm. And, uh, and speaking of getting into it, let's, uh, let's push on to story number one for this week. After weeks of riling up US allies on... I'll cut this bit. After weeks of riling up US allies, on July the 16th, America's President Donald Trump met with Russia's President Vladimir Putin in a summit in Helsinki. Nobody knows what was really discussed in the closed-door session, but in the post-summit press conference when asked about Russian interference in the 2016 election, Trump said, quote, President Putin says it's not Russia. I don't see any reason why it would be. These remarks were met with widespread condemnation, including bipartisan ire in the states. Trump later made attempts to amend his comments and said he meant, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be. 
and subsequently tweeted, some people hate the fact that I got along well with President Putin of Russia. They would rather go to war than see this. It's called Trump derangement syndrome. I know uh, Trump gets frequent mentions on this show, uh, but I still want to know, Paul, what's what's your take on this one? What's going on here? It smells like bullshit to me, and uh, I think the only deranged one in this situation is uh, is the president himself. Well, I don't know why I would have any views about this. Oh, wait, sorry, double negative. Um, I, I just think... That, look, <laughs> I like to think of myself as a pretty trusting guy. Trump's one of those that doesn't have much trust or faith from me whatsoever. And this is just another example of that where just... This is not 30, 40 years ago where you can say, look, it was a mistake, sorry, correct. And the, you know, you, you're kind of still in control of what the media says and does and you can shift that message. Mm. He, he's trying to play that sort of a game and you just can't. We're, we've he, all got access to the news as it happens, us as consumers and the media as the media, of course. Um, and yeah, that just doesn't fly for me. I, he... he... It's a really strange one, right? Like he and he does it quite often that he is just playing to the person who's in the room, and I don't know if it's a legitimate tactic or if it's just that he is so severely underqualified for holding any sort of position like this that while he's with Putin, he talks talks to him, says all the good things that Putin wants to hear, uh, and then when he leaves and he's thousands of miles away in safety, he says what now the people in America want him to to say and changes his mind on how he feels. And, yeah, it, it seems... But then somehow yeah. if that, that leader does what uh, the Americans or the rest of the world wants them to do, he then sits back and says, oh, it was all me, like, like with the whole North Korea thing. Yeah. Um, so, which is and, and going maybe about as well as we thought it would be, right? Yeah, like maybe he did have some sort of a hand in that, and maybe something good will come out of this. But I'm sure it's not uh, due to his influence whatsoever. But he'll make it sound that way. Yeah, and well, in insofar as I've read about North Korea, they're still making nukes. Like, yeah, they're my dad still... probably provided paint for it. Yeah, yeah, he he probably <laughs> sold them the paint for the facility. Just to be clear, he absolutely did not. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get and to, if you say otherwise i'll send him out to go get you yeah you're just trying to get him to pay you off to stop making these <laughs> sorts of remarks right yeah 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 i got it in for him i just need money i'm a teacher the income's not great yeah, and apparently he's got it because all he ever does is point up every time yeah. when you uh, <laughs> when you ask yeah i, I don't know like i there was a something i read earlier in the week as well that um he's thinking about a second run there's enough people who's told trump that um evidently he's doing a good job or there's enough people that want him to to continue being president so he's he's thinking about going for the for the for the follow-up four years which there was a lot of speculation when he first got into office that he'd do his four years and then he wouldn't run again and um, partially because he's getting pretty old but also it's a I won, I did what I did, uh, I, I achieved everything that I wanted to, whether or not he actually does, he, he, that's what he'll say, uh, and then, then he leaves on his own terms as opposed to... I mean, to I think that's just him covering losing. up again for the fact that he's clearly going to get knocked out by future President West, as in yeah. Kanye West. Well, <laughs> well, maybe, but, but Kanye's on Trump's side, isn't he? 
Oh, well, that, it'll just be an internal thing. It'll get knocked out. Yeah. I've no yeah, idea. He'd, he'd I, I don't really follow Kanye at all, but... No, no, neither do I. But I remember him saying that uh, that he was supporting Trump about something. Fair enough. Oh, which is which is terrible. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. The worst part about a lot of this stuff is, in the moment, it's very easy to look and go, you are full of shit. Nobody trusts you. Nobody believes you. Um, or, well, large swaths of people do trust and believe him. But we don't know what the impact of this sort of stuff is going to be until we're years down the track yeah. and you look on in hindsight and there are people that think it was a great idea and there are people that thought it was terrible at the time um, but you don't know the the impact of these things until no hindsight like you said hindsight's a when? big thing so we, we can't really look at the effect until he's four or eight years or whatever it ends up being he'll he'll probably create some rule that allows him to stick around for even longer um is up <laughs> maybe maybe so or he'll just migrate overseas and you know, become president or prime minister of a country that does allow you to stay beyond the beyond the eight. Create his own dictatorship. Well, he's got millions or billions of dollars. Sorry, he could buy his own island and uh, and just start his own country. He's probably already bought a few, hasn't he? Well, it, it wouldn't surprise me actually. Um, Keep more but... off the books now that he's president. <laughs> there might be a conflict of interest that he's running two countries. I just, conflict of interest that he's being run by a different country. I think well, is yeah. the issue at this point. Um, but what can we do? It's it's another one where we just sit back and watch and we dread the next tweet or the next gaffe. Um, and the thing is, we sit there and dread that and we don't even live in the country. We're not, not even directed by, uh, sorry, influenced by his day-to-day decisions. Mm. There's some of the big ones, the you know, broader, broader reach and those sort of things that we sit back and maybe roll our eyes at. But um, the day-to-day doesn't even affect us and we're still sitting back in... Or <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. I don't know if or maybe the right word, but um, we're astonished by what goes Shock. on. Shock, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it, that's an interesting point, right? It kind of affects us as citizens of the world as opposed to just citizens of the country that he's, he's leading. Just, I guess, given America's reach and scope yeah. and their general power. Oh. Well, I'll proceed to have uh, have nightmares over him and and the way that it's all going. But um, we, for now, should probably move on to the next story. James Gunn was fired from his role as director and I assume various other roles like writer and producer uh, of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 this week, following revelations of some pretty awful tweets that I won't repeat here. Uh, Not because I can't or wouldn't, but because I couldn't find them in time. Uh, This is a late addition to the show, uh, and I don't think it was on the notes uh, when I shared it to you. Uh, No, I I didn't see anything, but I've got a rough... uh, I know the the general gist of what he was talking about. The, the tweets are from as far back as 10 years ago. Uh, Gunn has publicly acknowledged they were shit jokes. His brother, Sean Gunn, who I actually recognise from some of the films, um, Dave Batista, who's Drax, Patton Oswalt, who is a minor but beloved MCU character, um, if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I don't think he's been in any of the feature films, uh, along with other, others have come to his defence. Chris Pratt apparently said nothing or avoided answering questions during a panel at San Diego Comic-Con, and thousands of people have signed a petition wanting him back. I'm conflicted here. 
but not whether he should have been fired. I think he's made two amazing movies and should be let to make a third. But whether or not to go see the third movie or not, if it's not his. What do you reckon, Paul? Have uh, have Disney done a good or have they done a bad here? I mean, I understand this... I won't go call it a trend because I think like responding to inappropriate comments is like we've got to. We've seen similar stories with uh, Jessica Price mm. when it comes to Arena Net recently. We've seen, uh, in, you know, there's plenty of comments outside of our games industry as well that we've we've kind of seen and heard. And people have been, you know, we've got the Me Too campaign. There's there's lots of really thing uh, good things that need to be done about poorly considered words or actions or whatever it is. I firstly don't agree that he should have copped a consequence for this. Maybe oh, certainly not to the extent that has uh, transpired. Mm. He he made some of these tweets in, yeah, 2008, 2009, and then took them back in 2012, and it's been another six years since before someone's gone trawling through his Twitter feed and eventually stumbled upon them. And they've just kind of chosen to ignore this this moment of reflection in 2012 where he said, look, I said and did the wrong thing. They were, they were jokes. They were poorly considered ones. And Disney fell for it. Yeah, um, did, like Disney must have known about it when they got him on for the first Guardians film. Because the the first Guardians film was it two thousand thirteen or fourteen? Oh yeah, in that sort of window. It's, it's, there's so many there's so many Marvel movies coming out at such a such a rate that it's a bit hard to tell. But yeah, it probably sounds about right. Yeah, so I, I think it's I think it's certainly after that. Potentially, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was in around the time when he was hired for the first Guardians film that he that yeah. he made this this comment that yeah he's done some bad stuff but he's a different well not even done some bad stuff it's it's not even that far there's nobody come out and accused him of of sexual assault or actually agreeing with or 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 making actions on some yeah, the, of the tweets that he made they're just shit jokes yeah he's, that's the worst you can say about it, is that he's got a bad sense of humor yeah yeah and even then even, even then his work in the uh guardians of the galaxy film suggests that maybe he does have a decent sense of humor and he just didn't get these ones right yeah 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 he, he didn't quite channel it right and what were they were they like five oh, no. tweets of five thousand that he made over the course of yeah. However long that he was that he was making these jokes and trying them out and throwing them into the Twitter abyss, where I'm sh- I I don't actually know what he was doing much before the Guardians films, but I can't imagine he had as many followers in two thousand not as he does now <laughs> eight nine as he does now or even twelve as he does now. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I that's what comedians do, though. Like they they throw it's one of it's that that comment throw shit at a wall and see what sticks. Yeah, like that's we we've heard from comedians who are kind of talking about how they're refining and trying to polish and improve their craft, and they they get out there on the on the stage and they they tell jokes and half of them fall flat, and then they they take that half and they go back and refine them or cut them or mm. replace them, or whatever it ends up. That like he probably didn't need to go into the subject matter that he did, but what he did was part of what people in that sort of role do. They're trying things out. They're seeing what mm. sticks and what it's affects part people. of his artistic process, I guess, for the want of any better phrase, which, yeah, I think I, I don't know why so much later we have to, we have to have him reprimanded. Yeah. Um, and some of the biggest, and I mean, I won't necessarily say best cause that's obviously totally subjective, but some of the biggest comedians are those who are flirting with the line. Like they are mm. dancing in and around it. They're getting really close to what is 
by the majority considered to be unacceptable and yeah every now and then you step over it and you you backtrack and that's exactly what he did he he apologized for what he said and um reflected on i think that's what you're looking for in all these different sort of situations Hmm. I i think my action from actually doing a bit of googling about this before the show is that i need to go and sign that petition i think it's one of those things that i i doubt will make a difference but would gladly go anyway yeah gladly put my name against right it, i i don't know you you never know where the line is for disney to actually think and make a decision about this and uh yeah b- because chances of me having the the fortitude to boycott the movie if it's not <laughs> uh if it's not made by him probably reasonably slim and that i've seen most of the marvel movies at least twice in theaters as they've come out um it'll be it'll be a hard one to miss i think and again i think we and ignoring what the subject matter is i think we as a default need to remember that we need to be forgiving of people when they make mistakes and like Mm. he made he made one he repented for it a few years later and then another six years after that someone's tried to turn it around and you know spill spill it as if it's dirt on him and Mm. he's already been there done that responded to it like yeah what's the yeah, I, I don't uh, understand that. I did Kick see a some comments when they're down well. or oh. dredge up old mistakes or whatever it is. Like, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. And and people are apparently actively trying to do that to, to Dave Batista for one. Um, for his support. To, yeah, he's, he, he made a nice tweet supporting James and saying that he's a fantastic human and so on and so forth. Uh, and then some of the comments in there are, I'm going to spend my weekend finding something that you've done get a life to, to to try and to try and and hurt him as well which yeah I I don't know how you uh how you end up in that position as a person right yeah d- digging for dirt like that's just and he probably has said or done something he shouldn't have maybe not to that even that extreme but he's probably said or done something he shouldn't have but we all like, have we all have like, you're like, lying to yourself if you haven't I have these moments every now and again where I'm like, I, I distinctly remember some content of maybe two or three tweets and a couple of Facebook posts that I've made in maybe 2008 or nine on Facebook and probably the last, maybe five years ago on Twitter. I should go and delete those just in case I know in hindsight. <clears throat> when you inevitably make it. That, off yeah, the back when, of this episode. When, I, when I make it big. I don't want somebody to be able to go back and scroll and find that. Like it, it just doesn't reflect me as a person now where I am 10 years on or eight years on or whatever. It's like, okay, objectively, that was a terrible thing to say. I don't think I was a terrible person at that point in time, but maybe I was a terrible person at that point in time. Things are different now. And it's, it's best that we just, that we get rid of that. But. I mean, this is, this is totally small scale in comparison, but I was listening to last week's episode with Jono and Salim. Uh, Jono smuggled in a bottle of water so that he'd remain hydrated and not have to pay $7 for 500 mils of water at a Summerfest concert. Does that make him a bad person? No, he just wanted to stay alive. I'd argue yeah. that yes, it does. <laughs> I mean, certainly Jono, like maybe maybe we need to kick him a little bit just because... <laughs> I hope you're listening, Jono. Yeah, He'll, uh, um, no, no more invites to uh, to, to festivals. Like he's, he's, for a, he's a bad person. We can't. That's we'll it. We'll get him blacklisted. It's, it's just unacceptable. 
<laughs> where us us reasonable people go with our hard earned cash money and and we buy things there. We we pay for all of the staff that are even uh, when we know we're being robbed blind, but we do it. And yeah. Jono's busy tucking bottles of water into the back of his pants, flicking his shirt over the top, and just waltzing on in. Get off your high horse, man. I've done worse, <laughs> and with alcoholic drinks. <laughs> but enough of that. On to the next story. Uh, due to a distinct lack of coordination, we're talking Thai cave rescue for another week. But specifically, the fallout of Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk's attempted involvement in the case. Uh, we know Musk took himself and a five and a half foot submarine to Thailand to help, but his efforts were passed off as not practical by rescue staff. Evidently, a rigid five foot six submarine was unsuitable for the conditions, leaving leading to one rescuer, Vernon Unsworth, suggesting Musk could stick his submarine where it hurts. It wouldn't have made the first 50 metres into the cave from the dive start point. Just a PR stunt. That was, that was a quote. Uh, Musk fired back on Twitter calling the veteran diver a pedo. Tesla investors have since taken issue with this and other recent activity of Musk's, penning a letter that includes the quote. In our view, your outburst at analysis on the March 2018 earnings call, your ongoing frustration with short sellers and the media, your June email exchange with the saboteur, and your confrontation on Twitter with cave diver Vern Unsworth each raised flags with investors. End quote. Tesla's stock has lost some $2 billion in market value. What's your take on Elon Musk here, on Tesla and on SpaceX? Do you follow him? Are you interested? Or would you support Mr. Onsworth on this one, Paul? I mean, firstly, $2 billion worth of stock's probably like 0.01% of what Mr. Musk earns slash his company earns every five minutes, so whatever. But <laughs> Well, um, Tesla. Tesla is spending $500,000 a minute, I think it is, or something yeah. Stupid, or maybe it's an hour. No, it's probably an hour. A minute would be far too quick, but they're by no means making money at this point, I don't think. Yeah. Um, look, there seems to be a bit of a trend across the the three topics we've discussed so far, which is maybe comments that people have regretted or whatever. But um, I think this is just another one of those poorly considered by by Elon. Um, shouldn't have said it in the first place, but let's not lynch the guy because at the end of the day, he was trying to help um, a coach and. Was it a dozen? I can't remember how many. Uh, certainly a large number of yeah. children that were trapped in a cave and potentially could have died. And he said something worth. stupid in the heat of the moment. Like, hmm. people get emotional in those sort of things, especially when they're trying to help out. Let's let's brush this one off. Um, but, of course, the media won't. <laughs> no. Um, and it's, that's an, an interesting position because I... I don't know if I would say the complete opposite, but I've watched the... Uh, I watched the reveal of that Tesla truck whenever it was late last year. And the way that he spoke reminded me of Donald Trump. And it oh, was really, it was, yeah, it was really awkward. I was like, man, I'm getting some real Trump vibes here and in not a good kind of way. Um, yeah. And I've, I've since read a few articles that are a bit like he's got lots of money and he's trying to solve some big problems but he's not actually solved any of the big problems yet. Like he's just, 
people starting to speculate whether he's throwing good money after bad and then um, taking the comments so personally that he lashes out and calls somebody a pedo um, is an interesting kind of look at the character, right? Not not that I would say he's the same as Donald Trump, but... No, there's um, still a big difference but there, but... It's, he's, um, yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. I, I still, like, I don't own a car, and the goal is still that, like, a Tesla Model 3 might be the first car that I buy if ever I get some money off of your dad. Um, yeah, but, I'll, I'll hit him up. <laughs> I, Maybe the next I, guy he takes out, he can just, you know, swipe half of his bank account and I, I appreciate that. transfer it over. Yeah, I, I, I still like some of the things that he's trying to do, but I wonder if, as a person, he's a bit... There's something a bit off. It just smacks of a guy who's a bit arrogant. Like, he's smart, he's capable, he's got a lot of money, and he knows it. And that's, yeah. like, still not the best qualities to have in a person. But, mm. again, kind of going back to my comment before, like, I feel like at the end of the day, whether it's this, um, this cave scenario or... Uh, I think about South Australia and uh, Tesla had a big, uh, or Elon had a big hand in uh, setting up the power situation there that's Mm. apparently going to be incredible. And like it's their their test site, but then, you know, presuming it all goes well, it'll roll out from there. The guy's trying to do good things and some things will fall flat and other things won't. And he'll Mm. say some good things and he'll say some stupid things. And I don't know, I think it's what you perhaps have to expect from people who are right up there, the top of the world and everyone knows their name and again like uh like james gunn you might say something stupid every now and then and people lynch you for it yeah, but just you, move on with your day you you might have converted me on that one like it's like yeah the the net positive that kind of the earth is having from his existence and the money he's spending and the work that he's doing is is far greater than the fact that he called one guy a pedo but um it's still not okay it's no, but, um, it's, it's it's still not it's still not okay and he shouldn't do that and because he, he will be. influence people mm. at the end of the day there's there's people that look up to him and it's what i deal with as a teacher on a day-to-day sort of thing like the things that i say and do can be reflected in the students that i teach mm. um which is why, why i've got to stop telling that my C-bomb. dad's going to kill them um, <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah it's um it's, I think, something we all need to be careful of if you're in a position of any sort of influence. Even the yeah. two of us right now on this podcast. Yeah, great great call. So. Well, maybe we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'll assume that he's apologised or will soon. Um, yeah, I, I do think he did somewhere. I'm not exactly sure where that was, but I, yeah. I feel like something has been said somewhere along the way. And I could be wrong. Please correct me if I, mm. if I was wrong. But. And if, if you're super rich like that, a big... Uh, a big hit to your bank balance is not something that you're uh, you're going to be too happy with, is it? Yeah. Just, you respond to that. Just like us mortals. Yeah, with our speeding tickets or whatever it might be. Yeah. They're, they're equivalent of a speeding ticket. Indeed. Anyway, next story. I think we've had enough uh, Elon Musk over the last uh, two weeks at, at this point. <laughs> Epic Games, the makers of the Unreal Game Engine and PUBG Killer Fortnite, have changed the rules. Not only are they changing the revenue split with content creators through the Unreal Engine marketplace from 70-30 to 88-12, they're doing so retroactively since the marketplace's launch in 2014. 
Some creators will very soon be set for hundreds or thousands of dollars in extra pay. Alongside the release of Fortnite's Fortnite Battle Royales Season 5, it's also been revealed, or perhaps estimated, the game has grossed over $1 billion in cosmetic DLC. This game is something else, and I still have managed to avoid touching it. Um, what about you, Paul? Have you, uh, have you got in no, there? No, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, I played the, the Save the World version of Fortnite because I got sent a uh, review code for the PS4 when it first came out, so I oh, guess I'm cool. never going to be able to play the game elsewhere because it's attached to my PS4. But um, that's a whole other <laughs> can of worms. Uh, but I have to deal with Fortnite essentially every day in my working life because students want to either talk about it or sneakily try and play it or whatever it may be. Um, Great point. I, I hadn't t- thought about that. How how does that work at, at school if it's a thing that all mm. of the kids are about? Um, so they all want to talk about it and that's fine. I'm happy to indulge, but I also have a little whiteboard that I kind of, uh, I, it's my daily take, just my random thought for the day. Yeah. Uh, and one of the very first ones that I wrote was about Fortnite just being trash so that they <laughs> I, I don't necessarily think that that's just kind of my way in that particular scenario of I don't want to talk to you about this thing you now know my slightly exaggerated feelings towards this thing did you link them don't to the review um, well I linked them to a review of the the main game yeah <laughs> um, which great, great was fine there was there was some positive things I had to say about that and it's uh, I'm just not a big multiplayer competitive shooter guy yeah fair um, enough but so that's yeah, just a personal taste thing. But uh, yeah, I deal with the the topic on a day to day basis through the first. So this is my first year at this particular school. I moved mm. over over to where I am now because it's a bit closer to home. Um, but the first half of the year, students had found their way via VPNs and different bits and pieces to try and circumvent what the IT guys were doing. They'd found their ways to be able to play Fortnite mobile or PC maybe in the schoolyard at recess or lunch, or if their teacher's not paying attention, they'd try and do it in um, in class or whatever it may happen to be. Uh, so as a teacher, that meant I was fairly regularly on my toes just having to take a look. Like, is that computer they're using that they're supposed to be using to do X, Y, Z, whatever it happens to be, is that, does that look like Fortnite there? I'm not 100% sure. Um, Get to learn to... what like what particular mouse clicks uh, yeah. is real work and what and is use, Fortnite work. Use reflections in the glass behind them to try and see what's on their screen and all that sort of stuff or sneak around the corner without them really noticing. Just ignore helping little Timmy for a second while I sneak around behind so I can take a look at this computer. Um but our IT guys managed to rectify that issue going into this term and the conversation has muted significantly. Mm. Um, I'm sure that you know, they're probably no, playing it no less at home, but the conversation at school has died off because they it's don't diminished. have... like A lot of the reactions were, oh my God, that, that kill that you just got, or you know, whatever. Um, commentary about the game itself, like that's just not happening now because the game is just not happening at school. Hmm. Unless they want to waste their own mobile data. But good luck to them, I guess. Yeah. Wait, their wait parents until their parents see their that phone data. Bill, yeah. yeah. So is, is there like... Obviously, you've got IT people at school, but was it like somebody's full-time job to try and block Fortnite for a while or, or something um, something to that effect? The the Fortnite thing would have just been a... Con- like, Fortnite, I'm sure, was probably soaking up a lot of the bandwidth. Um, but 
it was more focused around students using VPNs because it was allowing the access to Fortnite as well as sites that would have been blocked for uh, not non-educational purposes. So it was kind of one fell swoop that killed off a whole bunch of issues. Yeah. Um, and they didn't do it perfectly. Uh, it, any student that had their phone or iPad or whatever it was connected to the network for some reason stopped working when they got back day one as well. So they've had to yeah. tweak a few things since to work out. I don't know. I wasn't privy to what they did, but... Yeah, I, I, I didn't even click then that obviously you've got people that are like, you'll be blocking porn and you'll be blocking, yeah. like, I, I, well, they, maybe, they block maybe games Facebook. Um, they block what, sorry? Um, like, like you said, uh, Facebook, but they block gaming websites, which yeah. was always a problem for me because sometimes in my downtime, I'd try and get onto Player 2 and maybe punch an, uh, quickly punch an article out and I yeah. couldn't get onto my own website. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And at my previous place, they, they all kind of knew that and they gave me some extra privileges so I could get around any of those sorts of things. But mm. um, please don't come after me, education department. Um, but at my new place, I haven't quite uh, softened them all up and convinced yeah. them that I'm not just trying to play funny buggers with them yet. Yeah. So we'll just get there. Still, but still working on socialising the fact that yeah, you write yeah. for a website in your spare time. You, you would hope that the IT guys could appreciate that. But, yeah. Uh, Maybe not yet. Uh, but as far as, like, I think the, the 8812 versus the 7030 that we had before, I think that's fantastic. Mm. Giving back the fact that Fortnite has been so huge, they can afford to say, here you go, take all this money, back paid and all that sort of thing. I think, I think it's a fantastic initiative. I just wonder how that's going to go when maybe Fortnite gets usurped by, well, probably won't be Call of Duty because there's so much negativity about what they're doing with that. But uh mm. By whatever the next thing the is. The next thing. And yeah, when I was when I was writing up that the little intro blurb, like this time last year, we were talking about PUBG like this. And it was PUBG, 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 PUBG. Um which again And then I, Fortnite took off. I also didn't play, but Fortnite took off. Like we we just don't know between now and Christmas or anything later, like what is gonna happen. Um, well, it's going to be that Mario Brothers um, Battle Royale game. Yeah, absolutely it is. I can see it's, they just pick up all the guns that are used in uh, Mario plus uh, Rabbids. Plus and Rabbids, then yeah. Off we go. Here we are. But, well, I'd imagine Nintendo fucked that up in some way. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they're good With like that. But I, yeah, I, I online think, service. I think what, what I would like to think um, is that it's not just a great marketing piece that, that Epic have done, that they've actually looked back and gone, hey, with, with this money, we have managed to pay off and still make a buttload of cash from this marketplace stuff to the extent where we can afford doing this going forward. Um, I, I would hope there's some accountant there or the financial person that's gone, hey, we can actually sustain, we, we can sustain what we are doing now in the marketplace with our marketplace team and all this sort of stuff, the money that that actually makes at 12% will still be flying. It'll, yeah. it'll still be a non-issue where maybe, maybe in the early days, maybe early on 70, 30, they were probably losing money for a while. Um, they've made the money yeah. back. Um, the, the investment is good and some um, with the help of Fortnite and they can, they can pay it back, which is... No, that makes a lot of sense to Which me. Which is awesome, right? Um, I think any any developer, publisher, whatever that 
that takes an opportunity to give back to those mm. who are producing games. Yeah. I think it's only doing a good thing because we know how hard it is for developers to be profitable. Um, yeah. So when one of the big guys is doing something like this to help out a little bit, and look, there's mm. some big teams that'll be doing it as well. I know, I'm, I'm sure this will follow through to PUBG because yeah. they are using the engine as well. So I'm sure they'll make <laughs> a bit of money out of it as well. Probably more yeah. than anyone else. But Quite possibly, uh, yeah. But I think anyone that kind of tries to help out the little guy, I think is doing a good thing and you can only applaud them for it. Yeah, I I agree entirely. I, I almost... So I I downloaded the Fortnite Battle Royale when it when it first came because it was oh, free. Oh, you came close. Because everybody was talking about PUBG and it was all on PC and I didn't have it and whatever. Um, I, well, I don't have a PC and didn't buy it. And then when it was Fortnite, talked a big game about how that how much they love PUBG and we're gonna do our own version. We're gonna do our own take on us. Oh, well, I, yeah, I guess if this type like genre is supposed to be so good. I'll go and see what it's about. Had downloaded it and eventually just never started it. And it got to be, well, there's 20 gigs that I can delete from my PlayStation and free up for all of the other massive installs that, that things that I'm actually going to play need. So, But that's yeah. right. If you ever change your mind, you can at least play it elsewhere then. It's, it's true. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I have the opportunity to download it on my mobile phone and start playing right now if I wanted but what I'm actually doing on my mobile phone uh, is a different story entirely, and we will uh, we will get there now. Pokemon Go is still all go. Uh, Pokemon Go Fest 2018 appears to have been a success, and recent reports suggest the game is closing in on two billion dollars earned following its second anniversary. I recently learned it still hasn't been released in the mobile microtransaction-friendly Chinese market, which seems insane. Uh, We're set to get uh, Lucky Pokemon and Celebi soon. Uh, I started playing a game just recently after probably a year or so off and don't have anyone to talk about it with. Uh, So I'm tenuously forcing it into the show now. Uh, Paul, you're level 40. You're at the level cap. Top of the pop. Uh, you and I are six days from being ultra friends, uh, and 60, sounds ridiculous. But Sixty-six yeah. days then from being whatever the next level is. Best um, friends forever. Is it BFFs. best friends forever? Great. Give me your give me your Pokemon Go story. Um, I'm I'm impressed that you've like you hold a full time job that you probably can't be spinning stops on the side uh, as you're uh, teaching a group of young children and things and. You've still gone crazy. It's well, wild. Yeah, something I certainly have noticed, at least at the two schools that I've been at in the time that the the game has been live, is that schools don't seem to have Pokestops or gyms or any of those sorts of things at them. So you can't even do it even if you wanted to. Yeah, that's disappointing. Um, but that may be the case elsewhere. Maybe it's just that happens to be the two that I'm at, I've been at. But uh, yeah, I, I got on the game day one, myself and the wife, and she, she's dropped dropped off over the journey but she still tapped out at about level 32 33 something like that but it's been about a year since she was really into it in any way shape mm. or form um yeah i don't know it's just there's there's been pokemon generations over the journey that i missed i skipped uh gen four and five um and i think we're my, this is my own little bit of speculation i think gen four which was diamond and pearl I think those critters are probably going to begin rolling out in the next month or so. They teased it a little while back, but um, mm. uh, 
Yeah, I just it's a different way to access the games. It's a nice, easy way to access the games, and you can be as casual or as hardcore as you like about it. And um, I mean, for the most part, I've probably existed in that hardcore sort of bit. Um, but when you want to just take it easy and you just get your swipe for the day and you get your stop, they're rewarding you well for that now, so you don't feel like you're falling behind the pack in any way, shape, or form. I think they've managed to get that balancing act right. Mm. Um, they're making a ton of money. I know there was a period where they were at least making... I mean, even when it was in its lull, when people were kind of complaining that there wasn't enough content and they weren't having events and those sort of things, they were still making a million dollars a day. Yeah. Um, which is just unbelievable. <laughs> Insane um, money. But, uh, look, I, I'm I'm happy with the game. Like I said, can kind of drop in and out as I see fit. Mm. That might take a bit of a backward step because I've got my first child arriving in a couple of months. So Congratulations. That's... That as well as, thank you, um, as well as real video games, quote unquote, yeah. uh, might all have to take a little bit of a backseat for at least a little while as we kind of settle into what that lifestyle looks like. Okay. Um, One week, maybe two, then you should be you should be back into it. Don't, okay, don't, cool. don't let That's the baby right. hold you up too much. Good. Um, I say with just, zero experience. <laughs> you can just lay there on my chest while I play The Last of Us Part 2 or whatever. Yeah. Well, actually, a friend of mine um, had a had a kid recently, um, and he it was around about when God of War came out. I think he was he was actually born the day after God of War came out, and he managed to play all of God of War inside like the first maybe five days or week or something like that. Like that paternity leave, yeah, <laughs> the paternity leave plus um, actually the baby's sleeping quite a bit. Um, well, and then when he wasn't sleeping, he he just got to play God of War. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. I I did realize when when we kind of got the the October first due date, and I'm thinking, oh, Red Dead's not far away. Jeez, <laughs> Assassin's Creed comes out the day after. I'm thinking, oh no. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've I mean, the priority is obviously uh, the the upcoming child. But um, maybe maybe filled with a bit more confidence that I might actually yet still get to. Yeah, play some games at the same time. A little bit of a silver lining in that kind of paternity leave grace period that you're yeah you, for sure you can potentially uh, b- before your life is ruined forever. Um. Yeah, and then they start consuming all my money and um, playing Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> who knows? It, it may still be a thing. And Go because on. Dad will be fighting against Fortnite. He will be fighting very much for Fortnite, just out of spite, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I I, I played Pokemon Go a lot when it first came out. Um, I dropped off. I dropped off before Gen Two came out. And I think it was about a fortnight before Gen Two released. I don't know why I dropped off, but I did, and then came back with Gen Two. Like, and when I say dropped off, I mean I was playing it every single day uh, I have a dog so I walk the, Go for he, a walk. He, he comes to work with me we walk 20 minutes half an hour to work and 20 minutes a half an hour home um, and so that's like that's ample Pokemon Go time um, yeah managed to drop off and just be scrolling on Facebook or some other crap uh, and then with the announcement of the Let's Go games me along with I think millions of other people around yeah. the world went Hey, wait a minute! That's right. Pokemon Go was great, and I hear it's only gotten better. Um, yeah, yeah. I so. mean, that was one of the big complaints about the game early on was that outside of you know just 
flinging Pokeballs at Pokemon Swipe and he stops. There was nothing really to do. Mm. Um, and a bit like you, like I was starting to get a little bit fatigued with it there prior to Gen 2 arriving. Um, but then, like, I follow the beat fairly closely, so I'm starting to see there's things popping up in updates. It's, oh, yeah, they're, they're adding these items, which is mm. what's going to be used for this. And they're starting to, like... And, and it turned out that Gen 2 dropped the day of my birthday. Um, Happy so birthday. So my wife didn't really appreciate the fact that I said that was the best present I got that day. <laughs> um, uh, and I still get slapped around for it every now and then, but that was that's in the past. I'm, I'm sure I'm forgiven now. I might hear a kick through the wall in a moment, but um, yeah, maybe maybe not when she listens to this episode. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and they've just done a good job since that point of just giving you a trickle of content to mm. keep you interested. And now it's you know borderline a flood. Like there seems to be an event every other weekend, and even if it's focused on, I think there's one in Japan next weekend or the weekend after. Um, and there's still going to be things for us who mm. don't live there to do. Yeah, I think that's that's the one that ultimately we get a Moltres day, right? Yes, that's that that can't yeah. be too far away either. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I just recently joined a Discord server for um, raiders and things in in the Wellington CBD, which um, I was tempted to go and join this Zapdos raiding party yesterday, but but I didn't. Um, but I'm pretty sure with Moltres I win. I I, I will. Sorry. I, I managed to catch two Zapdos by myself um, with just seeing other random people at stops. But this, oh, just this, dropping in. Yeah, just dropping in. This group went out and hit like 13 gyms. Um, all of them managed to get a shiny. Most of them got sort of 8 or 10 uh, new Zapdos. And then I was like, yeah, I'm pretty jealous about that. Um, yeah, I, I got my 5, got my 1 that was a shiny, and then that was it. Peace out. Jerk, but yeah, and I, so, yeah. So that's actually the first legendary stuff that I've done. Um, I need to. Oh, so you haven't done any other legendary raids in the past? No, no, no. So I, when um, Regice released, I happened to be in town um, and joined joined a raid, um, but there was only like four people in it, including yep. me, who'd only yeah, started like a week beforehand and didn't have anywhere near the the Pokemon that I needed to be effective. Um, so it went horribly wrong. We didn't even take half of his health. And so I never caught him. And then you know how it drops off after the first couple of days. Nobody's, nobody plays I mean, you, you get your, you get your people to trace, uh, trying to track down their high IV ones. So they'll just keep flogging the same thing over yeah. and over and over until they get enough. Like I, I do tons of them and I end up with enough of the rare candies that I can just pile them all into the thing. And then I start restocking for what the next one is. And yeah. I kind of try and keep myself in front of the curb. Do, do you like follow all the IV stuff as well? Are, yeah, are you pretty, pretty into closely. That? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm typically not happy with a legendary until it's at least in the 90% or higher ballpark. So what, what do you use a particular tool? Like I, there used to be this automated one that was fantastic. You just put your username yeah, and password and then, in and it tells then you. Then people got in trouble for using that because it got bundled into the same sort of category that people use spoofing apps and all those sorts of things. People yeah. getting little, little bands for it. Mm. There's one that I use on my iPhone that I just take a screenshot of the thing that I've caught and it just scans it. Oh so yeah. So just like it takes it, you just um, insert the image and then it does all that maths for you. And that is called. Uh, I'll get my phone out. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna write this down home. along with uh, my time codes, and also just in case anybody listening is interested. 
Poker Genie. Poker Genie. Well, I know what I'm doing after this because I spent like two hours going through looking at IVs with a manual calculator the other weekend. Yeah, there's a, a there's a you just take a screenshot of the thing you you insert it into this app and it scans it and maybe it needs you to clarify you know how it does the the appraisal. Yeah, um, you might need to punch in some of those things, but it can then yeah. at that point narrow it down to within two or three percent of what it's actually meant to be. Awesome. I feel like that was probably enough Pokemon Go. Um, I've got I've got my Pokemon Go out of me now that I, I have somebody to talk to about it. Um, so we should probably wrap the show. Um, that's all the all the stories that we had prepared. Um, for now, then, Paul, remind uh, remind people where they can find you. All right, so I can be found at player2.net.au um, for written stuff, which I'm doing less and less of as I do more and more video stuff these days. But I try and pop an opinion piece in it in every now and then. I think my most recent thing was an article slash review about the Uncharted fan film that came out last week. Nice. Um, which seems to have gotten me some nice positive comments, so that's that's been good. Um, but most of my work these days is on the Player 2 YouTube channel, so that's youtube.com slash player2au. Um where I'll have Patched or the Video Games Club or the Insider or this uh, project that if you want to know what it is, you can find details about on Twitter at PaulJamesP2. You won't have to scroll back too far. It was only about two weeks ago where I first started finally talking about it and its name and and a thumbnail and all that sort of rubbish. But So go digging for that if you want. Um, but yeah, that's uh, and I better do the thing for the site. We're on Patreon as well, patreon.com slash player2au. Um, so go check that out. Maybe there's a tier there for you. Nice one. And I, I do highly recommend it. The guys are doing some fast, fantastic work over there. Um, looking forward to new secret project whose names when whose name we are not dropping. Um, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Tom De Bomb eighty nine T O M D A B O M eight nine. Message me for my Pokemon friend code because that's a s- stupid string of numbers. Um, you can email the show hello at 8bit.net um, any questions, comments, concerns are always welcomed um, if there's a particular story you find you would like us to cover uh, especially next week given that I have the power over the stories that we cover next week um, please do write in, let us know um, otherwise I've forgotten Jack's sign off so it is what it is it is what it is yeah I'm, I'm sure there's some kind of wrapping up with something being something there's something but, about the western bulldogs and oh yeah 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 oh fuck I was gonna I was gonna say he's not here so up the cats that was a great win against the demons last night there you go I was I was gonna say I hope that you'd played the the bulldogs recently and that you could talk about that yeah we did and we lost so let's not talk about it okay <laughs> it didn't go too well well shut up Jack I'll, uh, I'll leave it on Jack as to edit this last part out or not. <laughs> Bye! Yeah.